0: Three shots, four par, I just do two, one putt, pop four, birdie, woohoo, new driver, info, replace, M2, par five, fairway, what you fin do, think I'll try to get on, into, start right, good line, good view, Andrew, shoot him, make two thumbs up high and two fingers pointed. The green jacket is going north of the border. Mike Greer has won the Masters. I got that I'm playing.
1: Welcome to On the Screws Podcast. This week we've got a special guest, Andy Walker. Uh Andy Walker Golf, the uh, head coach of Lynn University. Uh, how are you doing, Andy? Good, good. How you doing Thanks for
2: having
1: me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you making the time. I know you're just kind of uh at the course right now, teaching. So I appreciate you coming back, and we'll we'll get into it. Won't take up too much of your time. So in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about your teaching, uh, maybe you and give us an idea of kind of what's going on with that. Um, You've played on the PGA Tour, Corn Ferry Tour, Mackenzie Tour, played on them all, and uh, you're in Big Break Ireland as well, right? So. Um, recently spent a bit of time on the PGA tour with Kamayo Johnson. So maybe we can uh, dive into that. And, uh, you're the guy behind Dubline Golf. So for anybody out there, uh, you know, seeing, seeing people using that as a training aid, we can, we can chat about that as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It
2: looks like I'm too busy right now then. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you uh, you got a lot on your plate. And it looks like you got a lot of banners and stuff up there. I'm just look, having to look behind you. So maybe just uh, give any of the listeners an idea of, uh, you know, kind of what you're working on right now. What's going on in Andy's world?
2: Uh, you know, right now, um, as, as we speak, there, there's a lot going on. I would say um, most immediate. Um, just like you talked about, Kamai just left. He was here for the last uh, three, four days, getting some work in. Um, getting ready to go on the road. He has U.S. Open qualifying, um, so his game is is, is getting really tight. We worked a lot of short game uh, this, this past week.
1: I saw that it was looking it was looking pretty clean. It was nice.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's looking really clean. Like some new shots, really in setup. Uh, really kind of changing his setup a little bit, which um, slowed the ball down around the greens, which was which was nice. What we were looking for uh, to get a little bit more trajectory around the greens, a little bit more trajectory control. Um, and and spin controls. So, uh, so that was some good work. Um, we always work on some stuff putting. Um, so we, we did a lot of that. He's been striking great the last month. You know, he played well in the Corn Ferry event a couple of weeks ago. He got a win on the on the Advocates Tour. Uh, you know, the week after that. So um, his ball striking is good. The, the short game is looking good. Hopefully, he could you know have a good week at uh, at Open qualifying, and um, you know we can make our way back to Torrey so that he can actually play. It uh uh tory
1: time. Yeah, so for anybody listening, he had um he was going to be playing at the farmers uh and he had uh, came down with covid unfortunately. So, he's doing well now though. Uh you know, I've been following for a little while on uh on IG both you and uh Kamayu, so um that's that's pretty amazing. So, hopefully he can make Tory Pines and he's going to need that wedge game there for sure. Uh that's going to be gonna need that wedge game
2: for sure. Yeah. Next, so. And, and then also with the team, we leave tomorrow for regionals. So um, we just had a good week last week and won our conference championship. Um, so so next week we, you know, it's 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 go time now. So we leave tomorrow. It's going to be a crazy day. We get tested in the morning. We have practice in the afternoon. We drive up to Spring Song and we get tested again at night since we get there. So wow, they're, they're like, it's. You know, they ain't playing around right
1: now with that. So, do you notice, um, Andy? Like you've been teaching, like you said, all levels of golfers. So, do you? Is there a difference with what you're doing with Kamayu, with what you're doing with your students at Lynn University? So, you're the SSC coach of the year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, man. That's amazing. So, is it? um, You know, the skill levels, obviously like they're all elite golfers, right. But are you doing different things when you're kind of working with a player on the PJ tour or on any of the pro tours than you would with your, uh, your college level golfers? You know, a lot of what we work on with, 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 tour players
2: that I've worked with is some of the stuff that I see that they need and a lot of stuff that they come to me asking for help with. Um, the college team is more like, I see you guys doing this and we're going to kind of play this way and planning. So, but, but at the end of the day, um, You know, it's all golf. We're learning new golf shots. We're learning about game planning. We're trying to find our strengths and play to those, Um, find out what some of the weaknesses are and turn those into strengths. Um, And, uh, you know, really, I'm lucky that the college team is really good. So I get really high level players, guys that will, you know, will be probably playing on some some tour here in the the near future. And so what I'm working on with with them and Kamayu, sometimes with Kamayu, we can get into a little more of the biomechanics if we need to, because it's more one on one with the team. Um, I'm gonna work with their with their swings, but it's not so much one on one biomechanics at this point. It's kinda like we gotta make do for next week's tournament with what we have and let's find out what our tendencies are. Let's find out, you know, how we can build a game plan that's gonna uh, that's gonna expose our strengths and, right. and minimize our weaknesses.
1: Yeah, because I saw I think it was after the API or Pebble beach he was working on like the swing machine there which was that was, that thing was pretty wild i don't know what it's called but uh it looked like he was kind of strapped in and yeah it's called yeah so <laughs> it's called and
2: uh and so scott and i you know so we've built a good team since
1: then nice and nice
2: really how do we bring in those you know biomechanics into the playability and shot making shot shaping and and kind of merge a, uh, a whole system that's going to help it be as most uh you know, his most successful. Not not really just right now or just for the immediate future. We're looking long term as well. Right. And so what's gonna be, you know, his, the future in this game and making sure, you know, Kamaya said some things to me like, Yes, I've gotten it done that way, but now I want to do it the right way. And right. so he tells me his level of uh, of, um, of of expertise and not knowing what he's doing, but his dedication into and getting better at his craft.
1: Right now he's still a pretty young guy too, right? So he's got a he's got a lot of years to kind of reconstruct or fix anything. Is there if if you were to kind of outline anything in his swing um, right now, what would be like his best feature? What would you say? He, he drives ball great. Right? Yeah. And,
2: and and he's so um, he, he's, a, he's a quick learner. So from where he got the club, really a month ago. Um, it was tougher to get the club to, to lay down. He would get the club over the top for a couple of reasons. Some biomechanically, he lost a little bit of posture. Um, with a slight grip change, and really working on the club going uh, back into certain positions, not getting stuck behind him, um, the change has been awesome. I mean, he could not turn a ball over a month ago, and now he can slide it through the wind and hit nice little draws and can still hit his cuts. Um, so, uh, you know, I think driving the ball is, is a really big uh, key for him because it, it keeps him in play and it always keeps him in the game. Uh, a couple of times this last week, we played PJ National again, and on 14, it was into off of the left. The wind into off the left, and we had to hit three wood there during the Honda. We took the driver and roasted it through the through the wind and turned it over around the corner. And so now we have 50 degree, and it runs in. Rather than hit six or seven, miles. so once he starts making birdies, there you know he doesn't put the you know he didn't, he didn't you know push on the brakes at all. He just keeps it going, and you know it's a um, I think it's, it's a really unique feature or, or, or trait attribute to have as a player is is to not get nervous when you get a five six seven eight under par and you want to keep it at one more. So yeah, you know, I think those are. might just go low, teed up early,
0: solo. Gotta keep the front and back at an under 40. Jaws in the face, ball doing what I say. Still TGB addicted, so I gotta play. Teed on three and I almost dropped it. Yeah, and I almost dropped it. T T T on three and I almost dropped it. I'm screaming out one tank, talking about coppers. Teed on three.
1: Let's uh, let's chat about your golf a little bit. Um, so, like we were saying in the intro, you've played on you know all the tours, right? So, um, you played in the 2012 Northern Trust, and I was kind of having a look at that. So, um, unfortunately, didn't make the cut on that one. But I, I looked at a couple of the guys now. One of your teammates at the time, uh, Jason Gore, I guess, or was your teammate just uh, prior to that, um, finished. He tied with you at that time, and I got a couple of the other guys who tied with you. So there's Josh Teeter, Andres Romero, Chris Kirk, and then a couple names like Charles Howe the Third, Charlie Hoffman, Jason Gore, like we said, and uh, some nobody, Patrick Cantley. So what is it like when you go to one of those events to play? There's
2: nothing like playing on tour, you know. I mean, people can say what they want. The big show is the big show for a reason
1: yeah um,
2: that that was a fun week obviously i got to spend a lot of time before that with, with jason and kind of get ready for that event and um you know we did a press conference together which was cool because it's like you know who are we really to be doing press conferences in between you know you've got like vj and he was like number one or two in the world and luke donald and and you know Freddie and phil and you got andy and jason and then you know, <laughs> these other guys, so You know, it it was fun. Um, I hadn't played a lot going into that. I had taken a little bit of time off Um, when I went in there. I probably wasn't as tournament um, ready as as I probably could have been, um, you know, or or I was for most of my career. But we we started it out and played pretty solid the first day. I three-putted 18 um, to – to shoot, I think, 73 the first day.
1: Yeah, it was 73 on day one, yeah. It,
2: it was plenty tough, so we were, like, T, when I left the golf course, we had to come back and finish Friday morning. I had to come back and finish Thursday's round. So, when we left the golf course with two holes to play, I think I was, like, T19 or T20. And so, we were moving around okay, and um, and I bogeyed the last hole shoot 73, got off to a decent start the next day, moving around plugged one in the lip on the bunker on 17 and had to take an unplayable. I think I made like 7 or 8 there and then I was third pressing a little bit. And so we we had a good chance to, you know, to make the cutter or even 10 to be honest. I was in it pretty well at that time. But it was a fun week. My parents was there. My son was there. Um, you know, it was kind of like a, a curtain call. I'm the last hole and there's, I don't know, 4 or 5,000 people sitting back there and, all I heard was my son say, good luck, Papa, right? He's like four years old or Yeah. So that was like, you know, at that moment, I said, I don't have to hit a golf shot ever again in my life. I just heard that from my son. I'm good.
1: What a career highlight. That's that's unbelievable, man. What an experience. It,
2: it was fun. You know, I mean, the, the golf course is great. Obviously, Riv is, is a big golf course. And, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I had a great time that week.
1: Yeah. Um, like, uh, you just mentioned VJ. So I was looking through, I think it was like plus four or five was the cut. It was, it was playing, it must've been playing tough that week for sure. And, and like, I'm a huge fan of VJ. I've loved VJ since as a kid. And you kind of got a, sw- you've got a similar swing to VJ. Like you and VJ have that kind of sw- like that big, long tempo and, you know, he's kind of the King of the tempo. Right. So, um, definitely an all time favorite of VJ, but, uh, you've also spent some time on the McKenzie tour or Canadian tour. Um, so I, I kind of looked, and you had played a couple of events in around where we are here in Toronto. So, what was what were some of those events like?
2: Um, I love the McKenzie Tour. It was great. It was after I had um, been on the Cornforth Tour the first time, and and i lost some status, and then went back out there and played. But the McKenzie Tour was good because it got me back into traveling, playing four day events, making cuts, getting in contention a lot. Right. Um, thinking. I played two and a half seasons, you know, I think I only missed maybe one cut, and I remember being injured at, at, at that one. Um, I had a lot of good chances to win, had a lot of top fives and top tens up there, um, but it was it was great, because there was, uh, it, w- it was a little different. It wasn't as cutthroat, I would say, as the PGA Tour is. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of guys that we had played in college, or we had met out there and traveled together, and, you know, guys that are some of the roommates that we had, you know, I used to travel with James Hahn, and and George Bradford and, and a lot of guys that that, that are playing out on tour, um, you know, now. Um, Adam Hadwin and Nick Taylor, all these you know, different guys that were playing. So, um, you know, it, it was fun to be able to, to play and travel. Great golf courses up there. I mean, you've got some of the best golf courses up there.
1: We are we're very lucky, yeah, uh, very lucky. I I've played one where I discuss it quite a bit. Is in a, a little town called Belleville. It's named Black Baron. and it was a Mackenzie tour stop. Um, it's very very long, and and I'd been out of the game a little bit. And when I uh, when I went there last year, uh, it was my third or fourth round or something and it punished me so uh i see why those courses from back there uh (laughs) you know why they cost us so many strokes so it's pretty good and you're right like right in the toronto hub here like a couple months back i was talking with uh like rory blackeroy he does the intro here on the uh on the podcast so i don't know if you ever heard his music but it's pretty awesome and uh, he was saying the same thing, like he always hear so much good things about Toronto. So, and he's always into free golf, so he kind of goaded me into a free round during the uh, during the episode. Fortunately, we're on a uh, a bit of a pandemic pause right now, so we're not playing any golf in Ontario, which is the uh, the province or state that that I live in. But we'll get there. We'll get there one day. Um, so moving on a little bit to uh, some more of your your past. You were on the big break, Ireland. It was uh, cold. Right. so you know people understand I mean you're there for
2: like three weeks and it was freezing over there but you know our, uh, Tourism Ireland was, was one of the sponsors so we could be bundled up on every scene so we were sitting out there just freezing the, the whole time it was fun though you know I think a little bit different was uh, Big Break was towards the end of my career where it's kind of the beginning of most people's careers so I was you know I was the old head um <laughs> Um, on big break, but, but a lot of great players, you know, some that went on to play an LPGA tour and, 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 and different tours around the world. And, uh, you know, it, it was cool. Cause we're all still pretty close. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it's a big break, so it's always going to get a little chippy, Yeah, um, you know, but, uh, but, but it was fun. And so, uh, it, it was a great experience going over there to Ireland, uh, playing the K club and, and, you know, and some of the other golf courses that, that we were playing at, um, you know, unfortunately, I uh, I didn't win. I felt like I should have. I was kind of running the tables there for a long time uh, on the show. And, and uh, the, the one day my putter decided not to show up was uh, right there before the last show. And, uh, you know, I missed, missed a couple of putts and didn't, uh, didn't get a chance to finish it off. But it, it, it's a good experience. I and mean, people don't realize um, the difference between playing on a, a reality show like that and Playing a tour event, it. right? Uh, it's way more nerve wracking doing a reality show because <laughs> if I've got a two iron from two forty, you know, in uh, a golf tournament, and I hit it in the bunker, I can still get up and down, make birdie or make par, whatever it is. You know, you can you, you're in the flow. There, you sit around for three hours in the, in the freezing cold. You may hit two warm up shots, and it's like, okay, now hit this shot inside the circle or go home. Right. And, and you're and you're thinking. You know, I, I always tell people, I remember when we had the flop wall, um, it's like a downhill light it's a little wet in the morning, it's really tight, and this wall in front of you looks like it's about 50 feet high, right? And so I'm sitting there, and, and being able to hit flop shots has always been my thing, right, I've been doing that since I was a little kid. I got there sitting there going, if I bone this into this wall right now, I'm gonna get clowned by every single student or friend or anyone who knows me ever play off is going to just rag on me the rest of my life. So luckily I hit a good shot at a couple feet, but you know, it's, it's, it's one and done. That's it. There is no recovery. Yeah. Right. So it, it, it adds a little different, you know, a little different element to, to playing the game.
0: Yeah. Check on my car for the scope. See that I'm finished through the low. Go ahead and count at the birdies so far. One, it's three in a row. Mm. Two twenty four to the hole. No hybrid down and I pull as a vote. They say that you drive for the show. Mm. They say that you puff for the dough
1: we transition into a little bit of the dub line so um like i actually made a post today because scotty cameron was talking about his delmar putters today and i've been playing the delmar for a little while now and i consider you know putting to be one of my better assets of my game easily the uh the best part of my game i i could say now um I was talking to you a little bit about the dub line. So how did you create it? Like what, what gave you the vision to create it? And you've got a lot of players using it now as well. So kind of maybe just give us an idea of the product.
2: So the dub line, first of all, the, the name comes from everybody calls me a dub. And there's two lines on it. So there's double lines. And so when I was using it back in the day with players, everyone says, Hey man, if you want to cut well, we'll get one of dub's lines. Right. And so we just, it just was easy to just call it the dub line. Uh, but. Um, a lot of people use, you know, whether it's chalk line or, or putting string or whatever it is, and I see them use it incorrectly. And so the, one of the most important things is getting your eye line uh, correctly while putting conducive to how your stroke is. So someone who has a little more arc in their strokes, eyes is going to be slightly inside. Someone who likes their, their eyes directly over the top of it is going to have a little bit more of a straight back and straight back, stroke. Not exactly straight back and straight, but a little bit more. Right. So making sure that we set up the exact same ways is, is the only way to be a consistent putter and to be a really good putter. And so, there, you know, you see Tiger in, in his prime. When he stepped over a putter, he looked like he was going to make a putt. All of his lines were straight, his shoulders and his hips and his feet and everything. You know, there was nothing that looked, you know, kind of wacky or wonky in there. So um, seeing some players using uh, string, I saw players using it the wrong way. Okay. And you can move the ball over to get comfortable, and so if you wanted your eyes over the top of it, and your eyes were inside. You just move the ball a little bit forward, and all of a sudden you feel comfortable. It looks like the string is in the middle of the ball. Um, dub line is kind of like idiot proof. Right? right. It's like golfing for dummies. Like it doesn't let you mess up. If your eyes are directly over the top of it, you will only see one line. You're just going to see the black line. Right. If you like, you're just inside of it. You're going to see two lines. And so you'll see that the white line just underneath, if you get your eyes on the other side of the ball, you're gonna see the white line on the outside. And so, you know, it came out of, I have historically got my eyes a little bit too far over. I get mean, a little bit too far over the ball, which maybe kind of cut my putts a little bit. And so something I used, started using with some players. Um, you talked about Jason Gore, working with him on it, you know, particularly. And um, so when I came out with the actual dub line product, Um, there is like 13 to 14 different ways to use it to help your stroke. One is going to be your eyes. You're going to be able to to clean and correct path, obviously alignment, aim, um, face angle, uh, rise of the putter. But what we started doing was taking the, the dub lines and sticking them in at 45 degrees so they're not at 90 degrees straight up and down and putting our shaft in there so we can start to really make sure that the shaft is staying Uh, parallel to our plane as well so there's a lot of different things that that the dub line does um, from straight putts to breaking putts it allows you to line up the exact same every time so you can get a repeatable stroke and get the same results but it turns every putt into a straight putt and when you're on the golf course you're going to start to see where your dub line would be set up and it's easy to start to set up on the golf course and get the same results as, as as when you practice
1: I like it, yeah. Like I was saying, I I've always played like a heel hosel putter, yeah. Even before I was playing like an Odyssey number nine, and uh, when I was younger, like I had that in the bag my uh, throughout high school, like uh, since I was a kid. So um, it's one of those clubs you get comfortable with. There's obviously there's technology now with stability shafts and things like that, but not as much technology in the putter. So I definitely have kind of that art uh, that arc, uh, like backswing in my putter or, you know, descent. So, um, definitely always looking for things that kind of improve putting. Cause no matter how good you are, if you can improve your putting, you're, you're going to lower your strokes. Right. So, um, just wanted to, to talk, I'm looking at some of the, uh, I'm just looking over on the screen. So anybody looking at YouTube, we've got a couple flags in behind you there. Um, like I'm seeing some of the the NCAA ones here and the open, I see the open just over your left shoulder. So uh, give us an idea. What are, I, I do put these up on YouTube. So what are a couple of those, uh, what are a couple of those flags and some of those memories?
2: Let's see. We've got some kind of going all the way around. Um, this, that was actually from Big Break Ireland. Yeah. Club. All the contestants uh, you know, signed this one um, right behind me is this was NCAA championship that we won two years ago, so these were both of the flyers we got from there. Um, above was the NCAA regional championship that we won. Um, we have the, the Open Championship here, signed by by St. Lowry, um, East Lake Golf Club, where they have you know the Tour Championship. A, a good friend of mine that's kind of been part of the East Lake um, Foundation and, and, and family for a long time. Um, and just you know, there's some other flags. I just got a new one after put up from Session Club that, that Shasta Aberhart that plays on the LPGA and and, and Symmetra Tour that she signs and you know thanks for believing in me you know coach and you know we've been getting some good work so um, you know they, they're just they're, they're nice tokens I think it's is some kind of cool to get instead of going to a golf course to get in a hat right or, or a shirt that I'll you know either sweat out here in in, in a couple of weeks yeah and get get a I get, and, um, you know, it's, it's good for decor. And, and so, um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, golf has been always such a big part of my life. I mean, if you go through this house, it's just, it's like, I'm just a stupid golfer. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I, I just have too much stuff going on with golf. And,
1: yeah. You know, I would... to... I've got, uh, like my, my kind of hobby is the, the ball collection. So whenever I go to a course, I'll grab a ball. It's a little bit easier to get here. And then, uh, like I was saying, my, um, my wife, she didn't kick me out of the office, but I was stealing her office space. So I've kind of set up down in the basement around me. I've got my net and everything. So it's kind of nice. I've got my whole like little golf, uh, studio here. So like I said, we're not golfing unfortunately right now, but, um, so, just before I let you go, Andy, what's uh, what's what's on deck for you? What do you got coming up for the rest of the golf season? We're still pretty early into it, um, so I know you're doing a bit of work, like you had mentioned with Kamayu, and then uh, you know you're you're just uh, traveling tomorrow. Um, so what's on deck? What's uh, what's going on with you for the next little while?
2: So we've got we got NCAA regionals coming up uh, at uh, SpringSong Resort um, in, in Central Florida. Um, if we finish top four there and play well, we'll have the national championship, which would be great. Um, we're going for a three-peat and the national championship is right across the street from our, right now at PJ National. So um, that'll be a great, uh, a great venue. Hopefully, we can get there and get a good chance to defend. Um, after that, I'm going to spend some time with, with some of the some of my club players on the road. Um, you know, this is the time I get to spend a little bit more time with them because the college season will be done. Um, the recruiting never stops, uh, so um, you know, be recruiting. I'm losing three All-Americans this year, so I've got some wow. issues to replace. Um, but we've had a, a nice recruiting season so far. I've signed two really big players, uh, looking for one more. Um, actually, I'm gonna, you know, the same thing as I say every year. Is I'm gonna play uh, some tournament golf this summer. So um, played a lot this this past week, which was nice. I had a little. A little scare i went on a, a run where i shot I shot 66 64 took a couple weeks off played with the team and gave them 83. oh wow and it, it, it shook me to all get out right and then this past week we played again and, and i shot 67 yesterday 70 the day before uh 68 the day before so it's, it's back on that when i get those rounds i feel like i can actually go back out there and do it again so um but, you know, now it's going to be more for, um, more just to kind of wet the palate and, and stay competitive. I think staying competitive and being able to play good is is really conducive to me um, being a more aware coach and a more aware instructor to my players. It's, you know, so it's not all about when I get on the tee a little bit too much, we can, I can get real into the positions and technique and forget that it's about scoring and it's about feel and it's about tendencies and it's about, You know emotions it's about mentality so you know really playing a lot and when i get into some tournament it really it really grounds me into what i think the root and and the soul of this game is which is scoring right and and doing it any way you can at that moment and you know kind of the quote you know dancing with the girl that you brought to the dance right and so instead of trying to make a perfect golf swing um you know trying to instead of managing swings so much i try and manage our emotions and manage our golf ball and so um You know, it's going to be a fun summer. Spend some time with my son. We're going to go on vacation a little bit. Um, You know, try and get as much uh, rest within this hectic lifestyle as I can. But, but, you know, I'm just going to enjoy it. Play some golf, do some teaching, do some recruiting, do some coaching. And and before you know it, the season will start back up. And and hopefully by that time, some of the the tour players will, you know, got a couple of W's in there. and we've sold a couple more dub lines and, <laughs> and uh, you know, and, and actually I've got a couple other products that are going to be coming out this summer. Very cool. Um, yeah, some on the on the putting end, so it's going to be like a whole putting system and then some stuff, you know, swing, uh, swing training aid uh, related as well.
1: Well, maybe uh maybe in the future we can get you back on and uh, and chat about some of those cuz I've definitely learned something here like I've like I said we're we're kind of in a shutdown here I've only got 118 in and very quickly it was not going my way like I was you know putting the driver away which is a reasonably good club in my bag and Playing the four iron and trying to manage the game, like you said, and manage the golf ball. And I just, uh, it just didn't go so well. So I had a great day golfing with a buddy, which was uh, pretty amazing, but that was about it. But, uh, yeah, the story of you going 67, 83 kind of reminds me of, uh, like playing back in, in high school and, and, and whatnot. And I'm sure with, with your golfers at the college level, like you said, you know when when Kamayo hops on the PGA tour like it is absolutely the most elite of elite players and it's absolutely cutthroat but I remember being that age of like uh being in high school and whatnot I didn't play any college golf I had moved on from the game from a li- for a little while but uh those guys they must be you know competitors right so i imagine that uh, that you play a big role in that so you know thanks for doing that for the young guys and and uh appreciate you coming on this was uh this was amazing appreciate you coming on and kind of chatting about your experience and uh and kind of sharing everything with us and and yeah when the products roll out find a way to get them shipped up here and we will uh yeah we'll chat about it again sometime hopefully
2: No, perfect. I'll send you up a a dub line, get you working on that. We've got an indoor version coming out, which so you don't have to be outdoors. So if you guys are quarantined, you can you can still get some good work in. And uh, you know, I I appreciate you. You know, Matt grabbing me on. You know, it's been a a great, great. Anybody
1: looking to get in touch with you, Andy, or just kind of check out your platform, um, I've got your Instagram handle just in in below you here if you're watching on YouTube. But uh, how can we get a hold of you?
2: Um, yeah reach through, out through, through Instagram Facebook uh, you know under Andy Wolf Um you can email me at Andy at DublineGolf.com um, as well hopefully it'll go through better than the email that he had to send <laughs> yeah. um, but, but you know there, there, there's a lot of ways to get through through social media or, or you know through email um, and uh, you know reach out for anything whether it's you know swing tips hunting tips advice on traveling tournament preparation um i just love to chop talk shop so if you just want to you know get
1: on the horn and, and, and talk shop you know i can i can i can go at it all day thanks andy appreciate you coming on this was great man um giving us kind of a, a look at what uh pro golf college golf all of that stuff's like um head over check out ots golf on instagram and on the screws podcast on youtube
2: thanks man thanks for having me man i a great time uh you know hopefully we can do this again and uh you know, towards
0: the end of the summer or whatever, and uh, talk to you soon. Go find it. I lose the ball and I up. I miss the fairway, I probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach. And I'm on a part five, and I am finna go reach it. Second was blind, I see it. Feel like it might be an average.